0: From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Victor Kwan from Strappy. Victor, it's really nice to have you on.
1: Thank you, Brad. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, totally. So tell me a bit about yourself, Victor.
1: Sure. So I am French, born and, and raised in France. I moved to the U.S. about 10 years ago after I met my wife. Uh, so I've been in the Bay Area for the past 10 years. I had to get a, a visa when I first moved here because we were not married. So I went back to school, got a degree at, at Berkeley, and, and then I ended up working for a startup in San Francisco and I've been working for a startup in tech ever since.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I'd love to learn a bit more about what you're doing these days and Strappy and all that.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I'm currently the VP marketing at Strappy. So Strappy is a headless CMS. So, you know, similar to WordPress, which is a traditional CMS. Strappy is a bit different. I guess we'll get into that a bit later. We're a 30 people company, mostly based out of France, and we just raised uh, Series A, $10 million with Index Ventures, a pretty right. early stage uh, startup.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So for those listening that aren't as familiar with technology, could you explain the concept of a headless CMS?
1: Sure. So headless CMS is a content management system where we separate the backend from the frontend. So essentially what it provides is an admin panel so that content manager can easily edit content and publish content. But in the end, what it does is that it generates an API that you can then use to connect to a front-end. So the benefit of that is you don't need to have one system for your website and then another system for your app. You have one content hub that you distribute content to any device, any platform, any channels through the API, so you standardize the content distribution through that API.
0: Nice, I love it. So tell me a bit more about like, your market and, and who you market to and all that.
1: Sure, we are essentially a painkiller mostly for developers. Hmm. So the, the, today, like, developers want to use modern technologies such as React or Next.js, Mostly JavaScript and front-end framework of the Web 2.0, and what traditional CMS were not necessarily easy to connect with those modern technology. And so Strapi enables essentially developers to choose whatever tools they prefer. So it's really giving the freedom to developers and letting them build their own stack. So th- that's the main benefit. Today, our champions are mostly developers. They're, they're the one. That finds Strapi and then recommend it internally to the content manager to make sure you know the the content editing experience is also pleasant for for the content manager.
0: Nice, that's awesome. So how's this year been like for you guys? Obviously, it's still really early in the year, headed into February, and what's it looking like for you guys in this space?
1: Yeah, so it's been honestly very exciting, although with context uh, is a bit challenging we're working from home and not being able to see our customer and we usually attend a lot of events and participate uh, in uh, meetups and so obviously you know, all of that has moved online uh, so we were just doing I think uh, what a lot of other companies are doing is doing a lot of, of webinars putting a lot of content Shorter content, video content, podcast is obviously a pretty popular content platform and, and format. So, just essentially doing a lot of different content activities, or whether video, audio, or articles. We, being a content management system, obviously, content is a big part of our marketing strategy. And also being an open source project, we do a lot on the open source and community side. Community is really important to us. Like we the success of Strapi is entirely based on the contribution of the community. They're the ones submitting tickets on GitHub, contributing code, contributing articles, creating videos, organizing meetups. A lot of our growth in terms of adoption, we owe it to our community that are becoming advocates for the platform. So it's very important to us, and so we invest a lot of time into how do we enable that community. To be successful so by putting out content that is mostly educational we try to really uh, train uh, the concept of training the trainers so how do we help the most active country community members to that so they can level up become becoming experts and then doing that education to the people in their community in their cities in their countries so that's community and content are are the two pillars of the marketing team at that strategy.
0: Nice. I love it. So, what would you say is your greatest challenge right now that you're facing as you head into this new year?
1: I think it's related to the content saturation. I think everybody is doing a lot of moving everything online and then we were just chatting you know earlier about you also evolving the the format of your podcast and so i think it's uh, trying to be creative and adapt to the content like fatigue that you know zoom fatigue i think is the coin term and so i think there's just like fatigue of people just having too many content And, and so how do we create maybe shorter content, God, we create different kind of content that are more conversational so that it's, uh, it's more of a discussion rather than unidirectional from one person speaking. I think it's trying to find a way to be more collaborative in, in, in those online events. I think it is, and we're organizing okay. our user conference in April. And so we're trying, we're thinking really hard about how can we make that event very engaging? And so it's not yet just another Zoom call or another online event. I'll, I'll tell you more uh, about that in, after the event in April.
0: Nice, awesome. So you obviously have a ton of experience in this field and in this area. What are ways that you've learned to really build these relationships with your market, engage them, Market to them, solve them, all that. What are ways that you've learned to effectively do that?
1: So I think the first thing is using a tool to do social listening, so listening to people that mention your brand, you know, mention Strappy in on social media, in forums, creating content, just essentially interacting with your product and. and Telling other people about it. So, how do you identify who those, those people are? Is the first, is the first step. So, we use a tool called called uh, mention to see all the mentions that we get through all the different channels, and and then engaging with those people, thanking them for creating the content, so saying thank you, giving them some recognition, essentially inviting them to to join in the company the company's like a forum or. or we have a Slack channel, a forum, a newsletter. So inviting them to, to get involved with the other community member. And so trying to create that sense of belonging, it's been super key. Then in the spirit of creating a community, it's all about creating a connection between the members of the community. So it's not just creating a relationship with the user and the brand. It's also about creating relationship between the members of the community. So connecting people, facilitating introductions and inviting them to share best practices and advice with one another. And and so that I think is the, what uh, a lot of the value that, that we provide to the Strapi community is by just making those introductions uh, and creating rituals. Uh, I think creating a rituals for, okay, every Tuesday at noon, we'll do, we'll, inv- we'll ask a question and invite people to share. I think this is how we you know, we are able to To create and connect the different users in our community.
0: So, Victor, what key marketing advice do you have for those listening today? What should the key takeaway from this episode be?
1: As you probably know by now, I'm a very big fan of community-led growth. So, I think a lot of companies have the opportunity to build a community for themselves, and it doesn't have to be a massive community. Can you can definitely start small with your biggest fan and really empower them to take ownership of the brand and and really help craft the story together with your company. And so when you accept that loss of control, I think amazing things happen. My advice is really to embrace that community and see what value you can provide to them. And I'm sure you'll get a ton of value in return.
0: Totally. I love that. Hey, thanks so much for joining and sharing all your wisdom and insights here. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Totally.